Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the fashions. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The friendships. Nick's kind of guy you can trust. Kind of guy you can drink beer with. Kind of guy who doesn't mind if you puke in his car. And the one-hit wonders. They call themselves Nana. And their hit song, 99 Red Balloons. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Ah, yes, a visit to the Daily Mance. No forever fiancé, no Vegas girlfriend, just Sean and me, an old-fashioned sausage hang. Hey, the door's open. Sean, what the hell are you doing? Jesus, doesn't anybody knock anymore? Is that is that physical by Olivia Newton-John? Uh, it, it's the radio. It's Casey Kasem. But it looks like you're working out. Dude, I was bending over for a Funyun. With leg warmers on? Uh, they're, they're, they're socks. The elastic broke. They're baggy. Dude, you're sweating. Uh, I think it'd just be best if we started the show. Ah, yes, another episode of Stuck in the 80s. Hey, it's your host, Steve Spears with Tempe.com. With me, my best buddy, Sean Daly. Yes, just the two of us, Spears and Daly. Man-on-man love, like God intended. I love my dead gay son. Hey, we've been waiting to do this show for a long time. And by that, I mean uh, we had another better idea for this week. I love these shows. It is time for the most horrible hits of 1981. And uh, last time we did this show, we got a lot of guff to you to coin one of extreme your words. Extreme guff. Extreme guff and foo-for-a. <laughs> what? <laughs> Especially when you said Pink Floyd sucks. They do. I maintain that. We got a list today of 10 more songs. All of these were deemed hits in the year 1981. And uh, I was gonna... 11 in 1981. How old were you? 37. <laughs> we haven't gone. We haven't done that you in a long like a, time. You look like a day over 68. Uh, my liver's like 74. You know what Stephanie Hayes calls me? Gray balls. <laughs> Who knows what she calls you? Damn puss-faced little pimp stick. Let me preface everything by saying right off the bat, yes, I'm sick. I have a bad head cold. Um, my voice doesn't probably sound as as robust as you might like it. I'm the masculine one for once, maybe. Yeah, um, I've got snot rolling down the microphone here. I can vouch for that. It's disgusting. And uh, you might hear a couple coughs along the way. But it will not detour us. You know, that's what you get for making out with half the uh, newspaper staff. Don't deny it. Come on, dude. I'm seriously sick. Let me tell you something, Spearsy. I'm going to put you on my shoulders. I'm going to carry you through this podcast. People are going to say, God damn it. It's the best podcast I've ever heard. Then I'm going to drive you to the emergency room. Where they'll <laughs> I hurt conduct, my hand. Conduct, I hurt my hand. They're going to conduct that emergency hernia operation. It's Let's gonna, go. It's Come on. The away. worst hits in 1981. Let's slay them, baby. Let's slay them. Here we go. Number 10. Ah, no surprise there. You know, I'm kind of torn on this one already. It's cheesy, and the video is horrifically Chippendalesy and in your face with male buttocks. And yet, if I hear "Physical" by ONJ on the radio in the car, I'm letting it. I'm letting it play, baby. No, I t- well, first of all, you never Let's hear. Get- Physical, physical, I want to get physical. Waka, waka, waka. Oh, what am I doing now? <laughs> Twirling the nips. 
Yeah. How am I leaving no, on? I, you know what? Hey, it never gets any radio play anymore, period. So you don't have to worry about it coming on the radio accidentally. And, and two, if it did, I think I would turn it off. But uh, I might let it play. However, it's, it's a terrible, uh, it's a terrible song. However, I do believe this was a number one hit. It was back in well, it came out I think in November. It came out right at the end of eighty one. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Yeah, it God. stayed there for ten weeks. It rolled into nineteen eighty two, so we can play it again for the worst hits in nineteen eighty two. Lead off eighty two. Actually, this Jeff in well. Cuba kind of. Gave me that. Did he? Right there. Yeah, a little Very bit. Nice. He helps me. Jeff and he props me up. He helps us all. He lifts me up. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't need to be here for this week's show. No, you can just go outside and That'd be nice. snort and snot all over God, the place. It's, it's unstoppable. Uh, I don't know. ONJ, I mean, when you think about it, was this her last significant hit of the 80s? It might have been. I think no, she had a slew of them. Uh, Come on, baby, make a move on me tonight. Twist of fate. <laughs> what was that? Oh, one? from the John Travolta yes. movie. God, yes. I do like that song, but that's about it. But O and J, we're sorry to put you there, but at least we put you a heart attack. Sanadu. Oh my, nineteen eighty. Oh, you bastard, Hayden. I am master of time. Are you so bizarre today? I can't. Are you hopped up on goofballs on cold God, medicine? All sorts of stuff. How many women out there just want to like hold you in their arms and, and nurse you back to health like a baby bird? Like put a little bottle in your mouth. There you go, Spearsy. Shh. It's okay. I had a bottle Come in my mouth last bit. night. I thought I'd go the opposite way. You know how they Did say you get drunk? Yeah. Yeah, you but can't do that. Gin and fresca. Oh, <laughs> I th- well, it, sometimes it works because it's it's, just, it's like you're telling your body everything's gonna be okay, everything's normal. <laughs> it's just another Thursday oh, night, I see baby. What you're doing. Yeah, and so it's like so you you drink the gin, you drink the fresca, you, you get crazy. You, I am all your uh, stuck in eighties friends. Gin and fresca, even Snoop Dogg would be like, "Damn, <laughs> it's great. It's refreshing. It's refreshing." Oh lord. Uh, continue the countdown. Number nine. Oh, where's Steve Persall now, huh? I'm just going to keep on singing. I'm the singingest goddamn fool in the world. Greg Kinn bothers me a little bit. Why? I don't know. He just does. I like this song. I, I kind of feel bad that it's on the list. Did play it you- again. Play it again. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling a little bit, too. Maybe these are the best hits tonight. So far, mm. we're, not very, we're not very overt no. in our criticism. Name one of the big hit song by the Greg Kinn band. Jeopardy. Our love's in jeopardy. They're still I together. Weird Al did something very creative with that. Yeah, well. And he turned it into, I lost on Jeopardy. I love how he does that. You don't even see it coming. <laughs> I mean, who would even think to turn Jeopardy, this you know song, into a game show riff? Have you been drink- Have you been taking my cold medicine? That's no, what, let me tell that you what kind of MVP I'm still sick I am, and you're acting like an idiot. I ate... Uh, soup with an entire sleeve of Ritz crackers, buttery Ritz crackers, yeah. a 20-ounce uh, thing of Pepsi, and then my pal Ben, my podmate, gave me a giant football size fish burrito. At, brrr, I ate that. 
straight on down, like two bites. We better get the show over with fast. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Don't come in here right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I should be asleep, and I should be sleeping it off a siesta. But I'm bringing my A game, baby, and I expect the same from you. I got my C minus game today. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. I think what you should do right now is move on to number eight and just throw something on that sucks, and we'll blast it out of the water. Like, <laughs> okay, here we go. Number eight. Somebody's knocking, should I let him in? Lord, it's the devil, and would you look at him? I've heard about him, but I never dreamed. He'd have blue eyes and blue jeans. Oh, God, that's a turd fest if there ever was one. <laughs> Finally! Oh, man. Just when you thought it was a show about decent songs, along comes Terry Gibbs. Someone's knocking. Awful. Awful. Native Floridian, though. Born in Miami, Florida, indeed. Yeah. Still awful. One of the few uh, blind country musicians, it says here in my notes. Having been so since birth. Uh, Ronnie Millsap, another blind country musician. Stephanie Hayes, a... uh, (laughs) Famous blind uh, writer for the St. <laughs> Petersburg Times. What are you Times. talking about? You are insane. Poor Steph's not here today. Yeah. Did no. you invite her? I did, but but she heard it was a sausage fest, and she heard about the burrito. And she called me lame earlier. If I don't bring my A game, we like zinging them I with think her. the word she, she used was limp. <laughs> oh, Lord. God, I, I hate Steph. Someone's knocking. And, and I know when I looked down the list of the 100 songs from 81, and there was a lot of hits, a lot of country songs from 81. And, and there was a couple that you uh, you vetoed that I wanted to have on the list, like Eddie Rabbit. You vetoed it. You wanted to put I Love a Rainy Night. It's one of the greatest songs ever. What? Well, I love a rainy night. <laughs> Driving my life away. It's busy. All right, I'm done singing. Thank God. But uh, uh, Terry Gibbs was the winner of the best new female vocalist from the Academy of Country Music back in, in the uh, 81. This song makes me very uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. I feel like I'm, it's like 1971 and I'm in the backseat of like a Predator's car. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that... I feel like a it's com- a 70s song. There's a couple songs on here that feel like they're stuck in the yeah. 70s. And this doesn't feel like 81. It feels like 71, really. And it's weird, like some like after-school special when little Johnny accepts candy from creepy Mr. Jenkins. You use Mr. Jenkins a lot. <laughs> I do. If you oh, read your man, blog, Jenkins. shut up, Larry Jenkins. I'm just, I, I'm trying to give a good analysis to someone knocking. I wake up. There's no analysis to be done. It just sucks, and the sometimes only, it's that simple. Yeah, the only good thing is it inspired the the classic 1983 Amber Lynn movie. Someone's knocking. <laughs> You're so easy. Oh, You're so easy. Just setting them up and knock them down. Hey, on with the countdown. Number seven. I dare say that the inclusion of this Foreigner song is going to be our Pink Floyd moment of the day. I have a hard time defending Foreigner. Although I do like head games. Urgent, I heard on the way home last night. And uh, I turned it. I turned it. Urgent. It's way overplayed. It was overplayed back in 81. There is no soul in Foreigner. They're soulless. Yeah. 
Even like, I want to know what love is. Oh, I hate that song. That is no, you know. I, they, get, they were take, playing here. They the were gospel, gospel choir. No, nothing. they were here like last year, I, I want to say. And they were playing the same day as one of the 80s fests at Ruth Eckert Hall that I was at. I think you were with me. And Foreigner and uh, Styx and somebody else were playing over at the Ford Amphitheater. And there was just no way in the world you were going to drag me over there to see that show. Yeah. I saw Foreigner back, I think it was 1982 or three when they were doing a tour with Ozzy Osbourne. And uh, I saw them the day after Randy Rhodes died. Oh, wow. So Ozzy Osbourne pulls off the show, and uh, Pat Travers comes in. <laughs> You've told this story. Like I know. Does, yeah, I, love I love it, though. It. I love it. But, I mean, I remember, I mean, I just wanted to leave. The only reason I was going to the show was to see Ozzy, and now I'm stuck seeing Pat Travers and, and Foreigner. Ugh. The, uh, the only good thing you can say about this song, uh, uh, produced by Mutt Lang. The great Mutt Lang. Yeah, who I'd love to talk to someday. And He doesn't talk to anybody. I know. Not even us. And the, the then-unknown on synthesizers... Thomas Dolby. Your buddy, Dolby. Yeah. I was just thinking about him today. I was thinking of trying to think back of all the interviews we've done over the last couple of years and what are my like my personal favorites. Yeah. Like ones that I was like really excited to, to, to talk to and couldn't sleep the night before. Thomas Dolby was definitely. You couldn't sleep because of Dolby? Yep. Sorry. I interviewed Robert Zander today. How'd it go? He said, I love you, man, at the end. And I hung up and I went, <laughs> guess what? Did you what? go in the bathroom and then he goes... Ah, oh, that's terrible. Why would you take a beautiful, warm, innocent moment and turn it like that? You know, I got to say, speaking of warm moments, I feel a little bit bad ripping on Foreigner, whose lead singer is, of course, Lou Grant. Because? Because <laughs> I lost the big V while Lou Grant was singing. And, of course, I was with Natalie Diffenbaugh. Oh, I haven't had one of those moments in a while. But Thank more you. than that, you're drinking cough syrup, of course. But more than that, <laughs> uh, when I was dating Natalie Diffenbaugh, I worked uh, in the produce department <laughs> of Giant Foods. You guys have Giant Foods down here? No. Giant. And I worked with this little kid. I think he was a dwarf. I'm not entirely sure. And his name was Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff the Dwarf. And every day... And they, they made fun of me because I was like, you know, like, I guess the, the produce guys saw me as like little rich boy, you know, in my ill-fitting giant tie, the brown tie and stuff like that. And they'd be like, hey, you know, rich boy, you know, and, and Jeff, the dwarf, would make fun of me, you know. And, uh, but every day when he burst through the back doors, he'd sing Urgent by Foreigner. I shit you not. Urgent. And he'd do a little twirl, you know. And then they make me get the bananas out with the tarantulas in them. This is all true. You're looking at me like this is a lie. Jeff the Dwarf sang Urgent. It's been a long time since we've had a dwarf story from you. <laughs> yeah, I remember the dwarf vomited in my in college in yeah. my uh, yeah. yeah angry, angry the, the, drunken dwarf stories. Yeah. Lou Graham and dwarves. My whole life it's like a David Lynch movie. <laughs> I am I am haunted by uh, Lou Graham and uh, dwarves. Not as haunted though. <laughs> what you don't want more? You don't think there's any more to that story? There's no more to that. Maybe story. Maybe there's an it? awesome twist coming up. What's the twist? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I think it's actually kind of a sad twist, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it is. There's a twist. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't even do it. Are you gotta get it? I'll just get on with the countdown already. Number six. I was dancing in the dark with strangers. No love around me. When suddenly you found me. supply refund <laughs> i think every one of our worst hits of the 80s is going to be uh have a uh air supply representative do you think they have a song every year uh, yes i, I am the representative from air supply <laughs> yeah. but but if you had to pick a song you had so many to choose from 81 because they, they came out with their album uh, lost in love and uh they had five i think it was three or five no three top five songs from that album including uh, Every Woman in the World, and another song that could equally be number six on this list, This Little Ditty. Before you let me for Vegas girlfriend. Nice. So which one do you hate more? You know what? There was real emotion in that singing right there. Uh, there was... You can't rein me in, baby. Look Not at, today. I don't want to. I don't want you. Uh, I'm going to say the one that you love is worse. Yeah, every woman in the world. Because my rendition was actually better. <laughs> um, you know, Air Supply is touring right now, and the closest they get to us they is Miami. Not. They are, too. You want to drive down together? Yeah. Hold hands. They had one last road trip together. A road trip they'd never forget. <laughs> we could wear sweaters. <laughs> I know. With, uh, tease our giant pros out. We wouldn't have to do work much on yours. <laughs> oh, sadness. It's grown out. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about Air Supply. Do I have to? Yes. There's nothing I'm to say about it. punishing you for being mean to me when I had a really they had emotional a, They had a really long moment. gig. They just had a big long gig in, in Vegas. I think they were there like a month. What do you think they close with? I'm all out of love. Probably. God, that's a good question. They got it all out of love. You know how I love posting set lists on my blog, so you know I'm going to find out. Yeah. Everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know what they close with. Yeah, I would close with that, wouldn't you? Or yeah. White Rabbit, one of the two. I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, shit. Just get on with the countdown. Number five. God, does this song suck? This is another one that it's like eighty-one, but it obviously belongs in the seventies. Well, Marty Balin belongs in the seventies. Uh, better Marty know- Balin. That name sounds like he's a weatherman on like cable access. Yeah, this is Marty Balin. Today, highs in the seventies. <laughs> Small chance of precipitation. <laughs> Marty Balin, um, better known obviously as the lead singer and founder of Jefferson Airplane. But uh, he left the band and went solo in 1981. His real name was Martin Buckwald. And then he went for Balin. Why didn't you make it like Marty Fireball? I mean, why'd you go with Balin? 
Marty Balin. That's somebody you buy a condo from. Marty Balin is the name you have before you change it to something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To Sean Daly. <laughs> this is Sean Daly with tonight's sports scores. That's what, Sean Daly's cool. The Patriots lost to the Steelers 14 to 7. It's not like some Dickensian truth like Steve Spears. This is a representation of your dagger like penis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you want the view? We'll give them the view. You don't hear this crap from Joy Behar. Oh. That, that that burned me this week. Somebody somebody writes this. Who in. had the guts to compare us to the View? Somebody said that we sounded like a male version of the View. Yeah, you know, I dare uh, Elizabeth Hasselbeck and Barbara Waters to bring it like we do week after week, with our witticisms and our our, our coarse barbs. You know, Hasselbeck. You know, the conservative, airbrain. I would just dumb bunny. Kind of turns me on. Yeah, you like that. You're all messed up. <laughs> But Marty Balin, you're going to take her to the sounds of Marty Balin's hearts. Barnicky, <laughs> Barnicky, God, oh God, uh, Balin's back with Jefferson Starship now. Um, supposedly, he's uh, doing the lead vocals for their new album, Tree of Liberty, which we will anxiously await <laughs> here. It's stuck in the 80s land and hope that it's not quite the piece of turd that uh, we built the city was. Let's tell you what. Let's do one more. Let's do number four and then go into the segments because I have some really good, I have a good letter. Number four with a bullet. Number four. Oh God! Does this one hurt? Yeah, you know a lot. I think this is the one where people are really going to uh, be up in arms. The Oak Ridge Boys, Elvira. What's wrong? People are going to defend this song? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Why? Our Metro columnist, our, our friend Howard Troxler, was already. Uh, he found out we were bashing this today, and he was livid. I'm sorry. Here's my problem with Elvira. I, despite the fact that I sound rather genial, amiable, garrulous. Uh, I'm actually a social misfit. And so Elvira reminds me of like being like at a Thanksgiving family reunion or a 4th of July. And Elvira comes on the radio and then like, you know, crazy Aunt Lois comes over and she's like, um, bapa, mom. And then was like, come on. Like it's, I don't know. It, it reminds me of some sort of audience participation that I don't want to be a part of. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Why don't you like it? Country music. <laughs> See, you you like no country? Uh, Willie Nelson? No, God, no. Dude, like the Redheaded Stranger album is brilliant. No. Miranda Lambert, I got you into her. Mm, I'd like to get into her. Muffin Topper. Muffin, muffin Topper. Is she? Yeah, I like that Muffin Top look. The uh, Oak Ridge Boys whiskey, actually. If, if girl, if a woman smells like whiskey, smoke, and has a muffin top, I'll basically marry you in <laughs> Vegas. Bring it. Come on down, ladies, really. Seriously. And you have a gambling problem? Oh, <laughs> nice. Christ. Good. Going to the chapel and where? Uh, here's, here's a bit of trivia for you. What decade were the Oak Ridge Boys founded? What decade? What decade? I'm, I'm going to make it wide open. 1970. Nope. 1945. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are like 120 years old now. <laughs> They've been around forever. I remember that one guy had an awesome beard. He looked like ZZ Top. 
It was like beyond ZZ. It was like Gandalfian. It was like Gandalf. It was like ZZ Gandalf. But the guy with the uh, the deep vocals, he looked like a porn star. That's what was disconcerting to me. With the I, um, uh, curly uh, brown hair? Yeah. He was, he was, a, he was just a cheesy stash the, the run, away yeah. from being a porn star. Like he, at, well, at about three inches. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he kind of looked like Ron Jeremy's um, right, uh, Christian Wright brother. Vivid. Very vivid. Thank you. <laughs> Are you feeling better now? Uh, I'll feel better after we get to the segments. Yeah, I have something that's going to make you feel good. Mm. Ah, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for Reader Mailbag. And thank God I don't have to do any more talking for a few minutes. Sean Daly has picked his favorite email. Take it away. This might be my favorite email of all time. Dear Sean, Stephanie, and Steve, I'm 16 years old. 16 years old. But despite that, I'm totally stuck in the 80s. My iPod is full of 80s music like Duran Duran, Hollow Notes, Culture Club, and Depeche Mode, just to name a few. Don't worry, guys. My iPod is also full of stuck-in-the-80s podcasts. I really enjoy listening to your older shows. So one day I decided to listen to the mixtape episode. A classic, would you say, Spearsy? It's one of our best ones that you and I did when we... We said it on our own. It's like the first original Sausage Fest. I have never listened to an actual Stuck in the 80s podcast, but if I did, it would be that one. Nice. Anyway, when I got finished with it, I decided to make a mix CD for the girl I have the hots for. Well done. Well I, played. I love that. I love that. The fact that we've inspired him to reach out and, and you know, possibly touch this young lady. <laughs> that didn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we will not bail you out. I'm telling you that right now. Run the disclaimer. Anyway, I made a list of songs I wanted to put on, all 80s, of course. But first, I just wanted to run it by you guys. Here they are. So this young man, it's VJ Ashby from Atlanta, Georgia, okay, uh, is reaching out to a girl inspired by us, the mixtape episode. And here is the mix CD he is about to give a girl that he's trying to woo. Are you ready to help him? Fire Sean one. and Steve are the love doctors. Love brokers. <laughs> Corn dog. <laughs> go ahead. Here we go. Go west. Call me. Do you know that song? Call me. Sure. So it's, uh, it's- uh, Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels. Level 42, Something About You. I love that song. Yeah, it's a good pick. I love that song. I have that on 45. I listened to it the other night. Terrence Trent Darby, Sign Your Name. Oh, and here he's, here. VJ says, Sorry, Sean. Spandau Ballet's True. I'll get to that in a second. Chicago's You're the Inspiration. Chicago Always Kills. Toto Rosanna. Toto Africa, which is kind of an odd choice. Rick Astley's Whenever You Need Somebody, which I'm not familiar with. Ario Speedwagon's Can't Fight This Feeling. And foreigners waiting for a girl like you. Solid lineup, guys. Sincerely, VJ Ashby from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it's got some. It's got some inspired choices, but I, I would lose um, Africa for sure. I don't. Yeah, I'm not, not, it's a nice song, but I'm not sure what he's trying to achieve with putting Africa on there. Um, you know what he needs, uh, Phil Collins. I drop the Against All Odds bomb on her. So take a look at me now. Girl, I have the hots for. It's kind of mainstream, but maybe that's what I mean. That's okay. Here's my thing. I don't know what she. I wish we could get VJ on the phone, which would be great because I want to know what she's like. Yeah. You know. You know. I mean, I can't really tailor this. If she's a goth chick, if she's like a hipster, she might hear Chicago's "You're the Inspiration," 
Which is I kind of like that Chicago yeah. Seventeen album. I guess. Any any but, Peter um, Cetera, any Peter Cetera song will work. Here's my thing. Here's my strategy with mixtapes: is I th- you want to build this uh, this uh, illusion that you're this misunderstood guy who fumbles with the words, much like a young Steve Spears, oh and is and, and is reaching out to music to express himself. And so some of these songs do that really well. Um, I'm not a big Tears for Fears fan, period. So I'd probably nix that. I love Level 42. Something About You is like, boom, this is the best thing on here. True by Spandau Ballet is just going to chase her into the arms of the quarterback. VJ, get rid of Spandau Ballet. No, that's a beautiful choice. Oh, Ario Speedwagon is, that's a good one there. But you here's, know, though, here's you my know. thing when I build a mixtape, though, is that you got to have a little bit of a sense of humor, a little swagger. So you got to throw some, you know, some guitars in there, a little, some party songs, because you don't want to look like a total wuss. What are you wrinkling your eyebrows at me for? A party song on a mixtape? Why? I'm not saying the whole thing has to be the Humpty Dance. I'm just saying something fun. You're, 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 you're basically portraying your own personality and you're giving it to someone else. I'm not feeling it. You know what? I challenge you for the next podcast, I will create a mixtape to for VJ to give to this girl, and you create one too. That's a good challenge. I like that challenge. I challenge you. Okay. And then we'll let readers and listeners decide, and VJ, you can e- who readers put are- together the better mix CD. And feel free, readers, to email us and let us know what you think. Nominate a few of your own favorite songs, and Sean and I will both look at them, and they're both like... Open game for either one of us to borrow, should we feel the need. But uh, no, there's no party songs on a mixtape. We'll have there's, a blog battle. There's How no GNR on a on a mixtape. <laughs> you're, you're totally misunderstanding me per usual. I just threw down. I threw down the gauntlet. You pick it we'll up. We'll see. We'll see. VJ, right. VJ, we're here to help. <laughs> Poor VJ. He just, just joined he's, the military. He's too. just like, I'll never email those guys again. <laughs> The um, hey, you know, actually, we have a new way to reach us too. And if you're part of the Second Eighties community, this is really cool. We we created a Facebook group on uh, Facebook.com. It's called Stuck in the Eighties, obviously. And if you go, if you're a member of Facebook, just do a search uh, for the groups and just do search Stuck in the Eighties, and you'll find it. We've got almost about 200 members on it right now. Unbelievable. I don't, I don't believe in Facebook. Why? Uh, you know, because I, I'm, I've talked about this before. I'm out there enough. People can find me like eight different ways. This is nice though. It's just a nice way to be able to reach people and see photos of them. It's, I it's, gotta it's shut it down shoot. eventually. Hey, I gotta, you know, I gotta protect me. Yeah, whatever. I've never been to me. God. <laughs> All right, go to our Facebook page. Can what do they have there? Mazes, prizes for the kids. <laughs> no, there's nothing. Some never hats mind. For the kids. Don't go to the Facebook page. <laughs> just go to Sean's friggin' blog and mi- suggest songs about circumcision and laugh at his stupid oh, stories about the FF. You're and bloody bloody blah. Oh my god. This cold is making you a you're a monster. <laughs> uh, email us at stucknews at tempe.com. People like the circumcision they do playlist. Not. You're a dildo. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. Hey, I play a snippet of a movie, you name it, and then come fight Sean for what remains of the of our uh, muncho supply. You actually I went for munchos today and you said, dude. Really? There were either free bagels they had on a counter or munchos, and you're like, dude, have a bagel. Have a bagel, yeah. I really wanted munchos. God, they're addictive. They're so so, so light and salty. <laughs> Much like your upper lip. Oh, nice. Pay attention. Here was last week's clip. I'm sorry I ate your fish, okay? 
That, of course, is the genius of Kevin Klein in A Fish Called Wanda. We had some winners. We had some winners, but a lot of people got it right. Douglas Arthur, Donna Kay, Glenn Gilman, Carlos Hernandez, and Robert Clark. Somebody will be getting some uh, snack food if there's any left. I'd, I'd be happy to sign a bag of uh, um, snack chips, but is there any room for my signature on these with the, the your Vegas girlfriend signing everything? No. And actually, in, in all reality, she signed nothing. We meant to, but we just didn't get around to it. We meant to. We okay. meant to. We meant to do a lot of things that weekend. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. He'd had her. The creature had had my darling girl. Sean Daly. That is obviously someone's co- <laughs> oh man, that burrito is starting to come oh, on. It's just, it up. It's, I got about it's three and a half. I got about three and a half minutes, and it's all over. Hey, if you know the movie, email us at stuckinews at tampa.com and then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, the mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. Hey, our signature event here at Stuck in the 80s. I play a snippet of a song from the 80s, and again, uh, you got a better chance uh, wrestling a Funyun from Sean these days than a bag of Munchos. It's really, it's grim over there. Although I'm thinking about ordering some more uh, refrigerator magnets, maybe. Ooh. Let, me, let me call the press. <laughs> I hate you <laughs> so much. That's the burrito talking. No, it's the uh, burrito, man. It's like in the exercise. Really? How about this? This oh, is my COVID. In- not, not, I'm glad this isn't a video blog. Okay. I'm glad it is, too. I'm very snotty. Pay attention. Here was last week's clip. Ah, yes. New order with Bizarre Love Triangle. I don't mind that. For Euro Trash, it's not bad. I don't mind that one. It's almost we almost ought to change the segment to be like Euro name that Euro trash moment sure. or something like kind that. Of juice up ratings, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. I'll do it. Any winners? Yeah, we had a few. Uh, Mike Wally Walters, Larry Ziegler, and your favorite Kevy Metal. You know, I like Kevy Metal, but I never see him on my blog. Does he come to yours? Yeah, once in a while. Ours, I should say. God, this is such. It's a everything's ball. ours. Kevy Metal. I'm crossing <laughs> them off my list. Nice. I think I did send. I think I said heavy metal something this week. I can't remember what it is. It's, this whole week's a fog for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't even remember existing. Yeah, you haven't been a lot of fun this week. No, I've been kind of nasty. Anyway, pay attention. Here is this week's mystery clip. Dare I even ask? <laughs> I have no just idea. let it go. <laughs> just go. Just, just let on. it go. If you know it, email us at stuckinthesattempe.com because even Sean Daly... Is ready to call you a wiener. Hey, Steve, Sean. This is uh, Mike and Austin dropping in for a quick hello. Steve, I'm still having flashbacks from our Vegas vacation. That Martin Fry leaning back, belting out those lyrics just still gives me chill pumps. Anyway, guys, love your show. Keep up the good work. We need to plan the next trip, hopefully uh, sooner than later. I'm getting geared up, so Angelina, let's make it happen. Let me get back uh, to my iTunes, because as always, I am stuck in the 80s. Ah, very nice. Mike and Austin. Hey, we miss you too. That was a great trip in Vegas. It's nice to hear from him again. Um, I don't know what trip we're going to do this coming year for uh, Stuck in the 80s. We'll have to see. 
At one point in time, I, we talked about trying to do a second eighties cruise, but I don't know if there's any interest in that outside of uh, myself. Um, would you go on a cruise? Would you and the forever fiance go on a cruise, like a stuck in the 80s cruise with the I'm whole... I'm going solo, baby. You kidding me? Come on, ladies. I see no ring on this finger. <laughs> Great. Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Your life's I, will basically... rem- I will remain a mystery. Yeah, your life's basically over anyway. <laughs> Thanks. Are you guys should do Vegas again. I it... might come out for that, but I do like one thing, like... You know, uh, stuck in the '80s lookalike contest. <laughs> I'd, show, I'd show up for one event, dress up as your favorite stuck in the '80s host. I judge it, and then I go off in my limo, and <laughs> no. then you could hang out with all your fans. You wouldn't go if the Regeneration Tour is playing in Vegas next year, and let's say uh, you know, your beloved uh, Level Forty Two is playing, and let's see who else. Banana Rama. I like Go West. I'm not a huge Banana Rama fan, but I like Go West. I'd see Banana Rama. They were actually supposed to be on this year's tour. Something happened. I forget what happened. But no, I do. I do the Stucknays look like contest at the Venetian. <laughs> <laughs> Why the Venetian? I show up, shake some hands. Hey, Kevin Metal. Yeah, I bet Kevin Metal. Kevin Metal will dress. Everyone's getting dressed as Sean. Nobody's getting dressed like Steve Spears. Are you kidding me? Everyone would dress like you. We'd have a couple Stephanie Hayes, a few Jill Holcombs, one or two Tom Jones. You know, because everyone's going to be want to come as their most obscure. You get some Gina's, some Kathy Waz's. You'd have like two Sean's. And one of the guy, guys was lost. He was at the wrong event. <laughs> <laughs> the Star, uh, the Star Trek experience is closed. <laughs> and yet the guy who comes dressed as a Klingon wins the contest for best Sean Daly lookalike. Uh, I'd show up at one event. And then i gamble. So you and I have different priorities. Yeah. That's so <laughs> true. So true. On with... The countdown. Number three. Oh, God, is this a suck fest? Sheena Easton, what happened? Basically, on last week's show, I said that Sheena Easton's Fear Eyes Only sounded like it should be soundtracking a tampon commercial. Which people thought was hilarious. Oh, did they like that? They, they, yeah, thanks for forwarding the mail to me, asshole. Anyway, so, but now I realize that every Sheena Easton song can be a tampon commercial. Not necessarily Sugar tampon. Walls. Try. Just, New cherry just, flavored. Just, Sugar Walls. Just some sort of feminine accessory. Morning train, yeah. Oh, I need a little spray of morning yeah, train. I I'm not even sure how the tampon works, to be honest with you. But I mean, really, every Sheena Easton song, I, something about her, I can't get into. <laughs> Why are you even looking at me like that? You do this to me all the time. You give me that weird look, and they throw me off my game. Your eyes are so glassy. It's funny because uh, she. Are you Easton- sweating too? Probably. Sweats not. Got uh, yet. There's no fluids that aren't escaping my body as we speak. Nine out of ten female <laughs> listeners would rather. Damn it, Spears. The uh, what's funny is the last time I was in Vegas, not the la- uh, it was in March. Sheena Easton was there playing like the Hilton or something, and I really kind of wanted to go, but then I started looking and I looked up on Wikipedia to see you know like, let me just look down her singles again, and really I mean I love Free Your Eyes Only, you hate it, but I, beyond that there's nothing I want to listen to from her. Morning Train, Sugar Walls. She had a um oh she had a ballad, one of her first hits. Um, uh, oh what is right there? I forget. But you know what I did like by her. Was um, the duet with Prince? Yeah, you got the look. Oh yeah, 
That, that's good. Yeah, that's her. Isn't that Sheila E? No. It's Sheena Easton. Whatever. You got the look. She sings on it. And then I think uh, Prince uh, er, 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 was Sheena Easton. Really? Nice. Er, er, good for him. Er, er, er. They, fixed uh, the, they fixed the squeaky mattress. 9 to 5 actually had to be renamed Morning Train in the U.S. because it came out the same year as 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. So used brilliantly, I might add, in the movie Eurotrip. It's the official <laughs> fight song of the Manchester United uh, Is it? That's funny. Ohio chapter. Oh, I love that movie. God. You need to come over again and we'll watch uh, it again. I'm not coming back to the Spears Lair. Why? What, what bad thing could possibly happen at the <laughs> Spears Lair? You know what? Out of respect for you, I will not tell the <laughs> listeners. It's far too late in the show for me to tell the listeners what happened last time at your house. I still debate that ever Let's occurred. just say that your shorts are far too baggy, my <laughs> friend. Ah, yes. Feel better? You feel nah, better? Not really. <laughs> Are you ready for the next one? Sleepy, sleepy. sleepy. I don't even want to tell them what that means. But every time I see you, sleepy, sleepy. God, that's our punchline now. It's everything. You might as well tell them to put the lotion in the bucket. <laughs> I'm not coming back there. I told Stephanie Hayes, I'm only going back to the Spears Lair where she's with me. As a, like some sort of talisman. You can just come over any time that she's already there. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> Let's just finish this damn countdown. Okay, here we go. This, my friend, might be the most obnoxious hit song of the entire decade. I saw Manhattan Transfer in concert. Did you? In Pittsburgh. On purpose? At the Syria Mosque. Why? My, my dad and his wife took me, and it was, it was, it was brutal. But you know what ha- happened? You know who opened for Manhattan Transfer? Oh, God, I don't want to know. No, this is a twist. Harry Shearer. The comedian? Yeah. And so Harry Shearer opens for Manhattan Transfer, okay? And he does, uh, he does, at, he didn't do have any Simpson stuff then, but he did, you know, of course, the bassist for, uh, was it Nigel? For Spinal Tap. And so he came out dressed like that guy, and people are like kind of chuckling, like whatever. But Manhattan Transfer's plane was late. So they asked Harry Shearer to stretch, and it was really like an hour, 15 minutes, and he maybe had 20 minutes of material. So he had to stretch and do this, these bad comedy bits. People were literally throwing things at him and screaming at him to get off the stage, you know, and he was just ripping them right back. You know, thanks a lot, Pittsburgh. You're the most obnoxious people. Really, like, people were complaining. People were up in arms. It was unbelievable. A, a fight almost broke out at a Manhattan transfer concert. Great. And then they came on, and they had to apologize, and it was just a nightmare. Oh, God. I, I don't like Manhattan Transfer. They've been around forever, too. Oh, some people love them, though. I, this song, to me, I would rather yank my eyeballs out, coat them in sand, and pop them back into my skull than have to, to listen to this song one more time. And yet we inflicted upon our, our, our hundreds of thousands of listeners. Exactly. Sorry. The one, the one nice thing on Manhattan Transfer is one of the women in there looks a little bit like Sarah Palin. That's the nice thing about them? Yeah, I'm not saying... I'm not, be- I'm not endorsing her politics. I'm just saying I think she, Sarah Palin's hot. Yeah. 
Let's move on. <laughs> Number one. Was there any doubt that Kim Carnes' Betty Davis Eyes was going to end up number one? Number one, Betty Davis Eyes. Can you? I, this is unlistenable. Unlistenable. It's really, really hard to listen to. Hence the definition, unlistenable. <laughs> we have traded souls. The uh, Betty Davis Eyes, I know, um, I don't know what's most annoying to me. To me, it's the stupid backbeat electronic drums. It's her, it's her horribly raspy voice, which you must love. No, I don't like it. Usually, yeah, that does it for me. It's terrible. Oh, God. This song... You know, originally, she had really good taste. Her gut reaction, she rejected it when it was first written in 1974 by Jackie DeShannon, who I believe wrote this little song. What the world needs now is love. Sweet love's busy, spread it all around. Like a buttery <laughs> muffin. Yeah. What the, is that where you're going? Yeah, kind of. Muffin Jackie DeShannon. I might be wrong, but I believe Jackie DeShannon uh, uh, wrote What the World Needs Now. Betty Davis' eyes is horrible. Um, Betty Davis did hear the song before her death. Supposedly she liked it and, and told Kim Garn so. Um, this song was number one for nine straight weeks. Oh, yeah, man. I remember that. <sighs> I remember that. Every time. Casey Kasem, man. He... For a while there, I thought he was boinking Carnes just because he was getting so much play. <laughs> By the way, you know what I saw the other night, speaking of Betty Davis? Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Have you ever seen that? No. With Joan Crawford? No. It, it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. They're older, and they like, and like, uh, it's like, Joan Crawford's like, she's handicapped, and she can't move around, so she has to like, depend on Betty Davis to take care of her, her sister, but she like, cooks rats and birds. It's really, and then at the end, she does this creepy dance on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? No, I'm telling you, people out there are like, he's right. It's the burrito. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, whatever happened to Baby Jane? Terrifying. One of the scariest movies ever. Uh, if you say so. I'm gonna Have take I your shouted word. this entire... Yes. People at home are like tearing their headphones F off them. every time you say something. Hey, that's it for this week. Remember, email us. Let us know your picks for uh, VJ's mix list. Oh, Sean yeah. and I will come Spears up with our Spears versus own. Daily mixtape battle throwdown in our underpants. Yes, as always. But in the meantime, we remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Duck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.
Is it, this show is either either brilliant or terrible. Yeah, it'd be fine by the time it landed me. It's funny because you're, I'm dragging it down, but 